and welcome to another episode of Movie Wala podcast and today we have a special guest with us we have our, our Twitter friend and friend of the podcast Asim thanks for joining us Asim thank you for having me Flo today we are talking about Shan the movie released in 1980 and it was directed by Ramesh Sippy written by Salim Javed it stars Amitabh Bachchan Sunil Dutt Shashi Kapoor Shatrughan Sinha Rakhi Parvin Babi Bindya Goswami and Mcmohan and Kulbushan Karmanda <laughs> wow it's a long list <laughs> yeah, it's like 20 minutes of just credits and <laughs> yes <laughs> and of course the prime minister of india in 1980 was indira gandhi oh wow okay so the story is about a brother who is played by sunil dat and who has two younger brothers who are for some reason he's a cop and these two are what are they goons not goons like con artists they're mawali mawali <laughs> and uh eventually the brother gets killed and the brothers have to take revenge and that's that all right so we have uh, this is movie picked by asim asim wanted to be on our podcast and talk about shan so we let asim take the stage yeah so for the people that don't listen to my podcast you should know i'm a total besharam you know when when uh, i saw uh, you know tanvi and flo post they they're doing an amitabh season i was like you are inviting me i'm coming over prepare the dal so this is this is our dal we Basically, right? I mean, I'm a huge Amitabh fan. Like, and I was just watching Shan, and I was thinking, you know, how lucky are we that we got to see? I don't know. You guys are probably a bit younger than me, but I got to see the kind of the peak Amitabh period, and then also the peak Khan period. And we're never going to have that again, right? We're going to never have these two stardoms at the same time. Uh, and we're just lucky that we got to transition to both of them. And uh, I, I love uh, Amitabh. And I think when when we're talking about classic Amitabh, a lot of people will mention his, you know, critically acclaimed movies like Shole or you know a few others here and there. Like you guys watch like these Ritikesh Mukherjee movies that I absolutely don't <laughs> watch. Um, you know, I know I need angry young man Salma. Uh, <laughs> Amitabh sorry see I'm switching back to my khandan mode sorry, yeah, yeah. Khan, yeah. <laughs> um, but Shan is my ultimate favorite compared to Shole and really wow it, it is and I have like many many reasons for that um I think we can probably get into it later on but it's it's funny because both of them have similarities but also have ve- like very stark contrasts too so both yeah. are directed by Ramesh Chippy um bro- both are uh, starring uh, written by Salim Javed and both are essentially remakes of hollywood movies you know shole being a remake of uh, magnificent 7 or even seven, seven samurai um and this kind of being a remake adaptation of like these james bond you know doctor no specter mm-hmm. kind of movies right so the influence is very much there uh, and uh, the movies that they made were also very kind of on a grand scale epic and sets and stuff like that but what's different from shole is that this has so much better songs it has more fun uh, it doesn't feel as long cuz i feel watching shole is a commitment you need to like you know pack your food <laughs> yeah. and have like you know like your protein ready to watch that uh, and i just think the combination of Shashi Kapoor and Amitabh as a kid growing up that was just like fun those for me those were like brothers you know and yeah. i just like that energy together more than i ever liked Amitabh and Dharmendra together where i feel almost Amitabh is playing second fiddle to Dharmendra and here he's like kind of the dominating lead which hmm. that's what i like in Amitabh you know i think 4 minutes in uh, and uh, Asim has said everything i, think I know <laughs> we're done <laughs> <laughs> But I I agree 
agree with you mm. on that. But I think um, like Shole is a different world, right? Like it's Western and this one's like Western. Uh, I don't mean Western as in Western movie, but like the Westerns. And this, you're right. It's like a James Bond. But I felt the writing, the dialogues were better in Shole. Like there is not a, except for Shakal, Me Shakal, there is nothing else that you take away. Like there is no dialogue that stays with you. So there were like more characters and more uh, dialogues in Shole. And here, but you're also right that I think Amitabh was playing a second fiddle to Dharmin in that. He was casted by, I don't know, everybody takes credit for casting him. Like Salim <laughs> Javed is like, we casted him. And then Dharmin is like, I casted him. God knows who casted him in Shole. But here, definitely, they were trying to recreate Shole. And then a lot of people who were in Shole, they wanted to cast all of them. But Hema Mali said no, so Bindya came on. And then Dharmin said no, so Shashi Kapoor came on. And uh, Sanjeev Kumar said no, then Sunil Dutt came on. So they wanted the whole that same crew to come here but but I'm glad I, I didn't know about Dharmendra I, I knew about Hema Malini that she was the original cast but then she did not come on I'm totally with the same I think people who have listened to our previous episodes know how much I love Amitabh Bachchan and Shashi Kapoor together in fact, so much so that I started missing both of them. I could not see Amitabh Bachchan with Amjit Khan or anyone else <laughs> <laughs> so when I was watching Shan I was like yay these two are back and how gorgeous do they look together so hot so hot. Yeah. So hot. Right. That was my, that was my first <laughs> instinct too. I think they look so good. I know. So one of my favorite scenes is that very first shot of them together sitting in the car. You know, I think it's a convertible. And do you remember that shot? I was like, look at those faces. Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching Amitabh's haircut, right? And it mm-hmm. looks so good on him. And I was like, this haircut cannot look good on anybody else. This is like right. Amitabh's hair. Like, what yes. is this? <laughs> he does that to a lot of things like some of his pants right i mean because he's so lanky he has those bell bottoms i mean on any man i would be like oh i'm not sure how it looks but he just pulls it off (laughs) because he's amitabh yeah. And in this whole movie, he's wearing a jacket on the shoulder without mm. actually having his arms inside the jacket. <laughs> right. And he's just carrying it, right? Like, and again, somebody else would wear it. They'll be like, dude, you're looking very weird. Like, put your hands in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it when he's like, jacket is over the shoulders. But when he needs to do a stunt on a bike, then he puts his arms in the in the jacket. Like, exactly. we're getting yeah. serious now. I need some balancing. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> Bringing some realism to the table. <laughs> a little. <laughs> yes. So I wanted to also start right away with like the opening credits. Hmm. You know, I had forgotten that how the movie opens. And then there's this one woman in leotard dancing you know her heart out I was like okay they are setting the pace like isn't this how James Bond movies open yeah. as well right? yeah it's exactly James Bond it's totally James Bond like you see the silhouette of the dancers the problem is like the dancers are I mean I don't want to body shame anybody but they're clearly not as in shape as they are in James Bond movies and also their dancing isn't that like you know like I don't know they were probably like you know not used to western dancing so they're just trying to do this jazz modern dance but it doesn't work as well. Mm. <laughs> but I'm sure, you know, because they had never seen it in Hindi movies yeah. before then. So it was fine. This was like, oh, wow. What, you know, European world are we watching? Yeah. yeah. But you know who would have pulled it off? 
completely Helen. oh god yes <laughs> imagine her doing that you know she would have she would have given anyone a run for the money i was actually surprised like why didn't they make her do it like mm. they had her in shole she could have totally like but you can't have helen dance and then just see a silhouette right you need to see full helen right so tech, like they got her later in yamma yamma anyway so but even in the opening credits you see the face of that oh, lady you do? like oh, okay. you do like first it starts from her back and then she turns around and you see the face but it was yeah it was not working but i could tell i was like okay good attempt i see where you're going with it but i see what you're trying to do <laughs> yeah i see what you're trying to do okay so what do you actually like about the movie uh, asim i was very curious like okay you lo- we love all of these masala movies but you were really like gung ho about shan there's honestly there's nothing i don't love about it cuz the pace is so like quick in this movie right they they set you up completely and also they like they give you such a charismatic villain and Ramesh Sippy again is so good with that. I mean, he gave us Gabbar Singh and then he gives us Shakal. Like it's it's so crazy and the other thing that I I was reading on this on IMDb, the facts or trivia whatever you call it and I don't know how how right they are or correct they are, but Salim Javed had also written Mr India at that time already and they were trying to pitch that to Amitabh and they wanted to become producer and Amitabh didn't do it because he didn't want to be disappeared in like you know invisible in half of the movie apparently Mr India is one of my all time favorite movies right and the similarities yeah, yeah. between Mr India and Shaan are so crazy like it looks like when Shakal you know got killed Mogambo came in and just took over the property and built the same lair again right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. The la- ending is exactly the same. That bomb blast and then everybody has to get out of there and And all, all those gadgets that he has in the lair, right? Like it's it's absurd. Like there's a point that I feel he's just inviting these guys to show off his gadget. Like he's got the spinning <laughs> chair and then the exploding chair and then the, you know, the 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 cuffs that come up and then the Uh, then then he also has the fish tank which is clearly like a blue screen and they put it against like a fish tank because most of the time they just look like black goldfish and they're not sharks or anything <laughs> like that and there is a point where he is uh, doing a video conference call with Shatrughan Sinha in like some bungalow wherever and i was like did they have wifi did they have this like yeah. video conferencing capabilities did did shakal invest in skype did he invest in exactly <laughs> Was it like a venture capitalist? And now, after twenty years, we <laughs> figured it out. So I was like, yeah, they were definitely ahead of its time. And it did. And Salim Javed, that's where I think they're writing. And because we've been watching so many of these movies of Amitabh Bachchan from seventies and eighties, as soon as we step into Salim Javed world. everything makes sense and then we step out of salim javed world and go into kadar khan <laughs> and uh, prakash mehra world everything doesn't make sense all the time so are uh, you can so distinctly tell when salim javed had written something because even in the most i think the only movie i didn't so far like was dawn because i felt like they could have done better job in dawn but other than that all of their scripts have been so tight and i'm like totally buying into whatever world they are creating Yeah, I think the only uh, comparison between Don and Shan is the fact that both of them are very sleek and very James Bond-esque, you yeah. know. But Shan took it to another level where I was actually I was okay with the world it was set in, but Don I had a lot of issues with the world. And also, how good are the songs here? Sorry if I'm already like jumping ahead. No, 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 no,
doubt. But the the songs are so good. Like one after the other, they're just like bangers. Like Yamma Yamma, you could totally remix this now. No, please don't remix Yamma Yamma. <laughs> immediately stopped myself from weaving that idea <laughs> but you know what i mean right they're still like mm. you play them now and they're still bangers like it's it's crazy That's the thing, right? Even without remix, if you play it now, you know, it'll get everyone on the dance floor. Yeah. You know, it has that kind of magic. Yeah. But I have to say, I do like Shole's song. I know they are like set in different times. <laughs> I but knew I you were going to say it. <laughs> I wouldn't compare them to this one. I think it's like comparing some like indie movie with like a Western movie. It's like completely two different worlds. I like Shole a lot. So, mm. you know, I'm, I have to stand up for Shole. But I do like this, these songs as well. And my, uh, my favorite is the one like the love song that uh, between all of them, Janu, maybe yeah. Janu. Like I, yeah. I love that song and all four of them are looking so good oh I want to mention Parveen Bobby god she was a goddess do you remember this song, uh, her own song that she goes on stage and sings, Pyaar Karne Wali? I've... Yeah. I couldn't stop looking at her and her gorgeous white sparkly dress. Oh, she looks amazing. Do you remember this clip that just um, I shared on our Twitter, which is about her giving an interview? Oh yeah, to about Amitabh Bachchan. Yeah, about Amitabh But now, so now every time I see Parveen Babi and Amitabh Bachchan together, I'm never going to get that out. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tasim? I, yeah, I know the story. And I, I also read that she got one of her mental breakdowns during the shooting. And then she had to come back and finish some portions. And there's definitely moments where you, she seems not the same Parveen Babi as from the ones that, from the start of the movie. Even in Yamma Yamma, there's a few times that she's just, seems like she's shaken as a person, as a character. And it, it does make you a bit sad. Yeah, no, I, you're, you're right about that. What I was mentioning was that she did an interview with Shekhar Suman back in 90s. And she was talking about like how Amitabh Bachchan is given the award of millennium. Uh, artist of the whatever and he's like the most good looking top 10 and he's like with all due respect Mr. Amitabh Bachchan is known for his acting and not his looks so something something so I was like wow <laughs> this woman was savage <laughs> I do remember seeing that but I do think they also had a lot of uh, history between them that is uh, it's, it's a bit weird to untangle all of that and I think yeah. a lot of people had issues with Amitabh just generally Rishi Kapoor has made comments you know um uh, 
वो द गाय ब्लैंकिंग राजेश खन्ना राजेश खन्ना एज मेस कॉमन अबाउट नसीरुद्दीन शाह कादिर खान सलीम जावेद दे ऑल मेड कॉमन अबाउट अमिताभ दैट यू नो ही वॉज अ वेरी सेल्फिश और ही वॉज यू नो टू इंटरेस्टेड इन हिज ओन सुपर स्टार डम और इज नॉट अ गुड एक्टर यू नो नसीर नसीर दैट फॉर एग्जाम्पल आई थिंक इट्स ऑल नॉन सेंस टू बी ऑनेस्ट I think there's been no, there's not never been a star like Amitabh and there's never going to be one there was nobody else like you can mm. say I know a lot of my you know twitter friends and common friends are really huge fans of Shashi Kapoor and I know a lot of like moms were fans of Shashi Kapoor and love with him but Amitabh is just something else man he's a star like a star actor he's a superstar yeah and now especially after seeing these movies back to back he is a good actor there is no like nobody can uh, like say now he's not a good actor because even in the scenes which make no sense they are horribly written and <laughs> the dialogues he's saying is completely like caricaturish he puts life in them and he makes you still watch them with certain amount of you know dignity and i was like nobody else can do that only amitabh can but you know how he was personally is completely different and even I remember like I remember before his downfall in like late 90s he used to be so arrogant he never like he didn't come across as this magnanimous guy he comes across on social media right now he was a total like you know be in your place kind of a person and that's changed but that's like we are not discussing that we are discussing the star amitabh bachchan as for me as everybody knows 70s amitabh bachchan can do no wrong you can say anything about 80s and 90s amitabh bachchan because my brain is totally disconnected itself <laughs> from him but 70s amitabh bachchan oh my gosh i cannot he seems like salman khan you know how we talk about him 90s salman is so different from the salman that we see now that's exactly how i feel about amitabh bachchan so yeah uh, you can go ahead and say anything you want about 80s and 90s amitabh bachchan <laughs> but nothing about 70s amitabh bachchan i wish it was so easy to just dissect people by decades and just pick a decade i do that totally with salman and amitabh <laughs> and i wanted to also talk about the song that abdul song and i was like you know especially with everything going around right now i was like this song will not get written today mm. do you think this will be in a movie if it was made today it will be in a movie but then all the twitter crazies will come out and they will be like oh they're just doing this to just you know annoy you the majority you know what i mean i don't want to get political but you know what i mean <laughs> but i noticed like earlier they used to do this a lot like you know they pran would get a song and then amjad khan would get a song and then this random character is getting like a solid 10 minute song is he a, is he a, a big actor i mean that i don't know about because he got a whole song to himself he was a known face he's like mazhar khan but i don't know about being a big actor but yeah It's kind of a token Muslim character, and I, I'm not scared to get political. I'm totally fine with it. Um, there's a study, I think. I think Rachel Dwyer published it about twelve Muslim characters in Hindi cinema, and there's only twelve hmm. basically. And this is kind of the good-hearted, sacrificial goat, and um, that's what Mazhar Khan is playing. And he's going to be such a good Muslim, right? That he's going to put all other Muslims in shame. Like this is the good Muslim. This is what you should be like because that is the Muslim we can accept. I think. things have changed vastly i mean we're at a point where you know shaan still has its credits written in urdu right at the at mm. the, the title is written in urdu when is the last time you've even seen that happen you know so a lot of things have changed subtly this is just a subtle thing but this is kind of an you know this token muslim character it still appears in in cinema and funnily enough um last year or yeah last year in chopsticks 
and in the movie Mar Java, they both have a character that's very much influenced by Mazhar Khan's character in Shan. It's also like a crippled, good-hearted, mo- poor Muslim guy on a on a kind of a, a skateboard, kind of hobbling around. So it, it, he definitely leave, left a, a lasting impression, and I think people did love that character. Um, I I personally didn't. I think it's a bit too much. And this is where it adds too much length to the movie. But I think it is, it's a, it's a tough one. Like the question of representation is tough. And I think, you know, in the, in the 80s, it was even tougher on how to create that balance. And uh, it, it's a discussion that's happening everywhere at the moment. Here in the UK, we're having it with 1917, the movie that just came out about them, there being a sick character, character in the army. And a lot of white people have taken offense to that, which is insane to me. Wow. Because, wow. Uh, yeah, those people are insane. And basically, they're big and racist in my assumption right so just one character is triggering them that much when there were whole armies and millions of millions of Asians taking part in those wars so um, it's also then when you only have one character he needs to be the epitome of all of those uh, race or uh, you know minorities uh, traits so you can't add too much nuance to it and that's why the character feels a bit tokenistic i feel yeah but that i mean yeah i completely get that we know like we've been seeing like there i was talking in previous episodes that there's always like this peter kadda i mean why is this adda always peter kadda yeah yeah or you know the drunkard man has to be always like a christian not yeah. always but mostly is a christian man yeah i think i've mentioned this in previous episode because it's one of my pet peeve uh, so much so that people would actually ask me you know growing up in delhi that so do you guys have wine every Every day, and you know, I'm oh South god. Indian, right? So obviously, my parents, oh my god, they'll 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 go crazy if they even find out that I drink, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So I would be shocked that people have these assumptions purely because of the movies that they watch, you know. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, those uh, stereotypes are from the movies. But right now, because we are in this climate, I just like even if I see some form of uh, secularism where people are like, (laughs) okay, fine, you are making it totally stereotypical, but at least we are living together. Yeah. Like that's ba- how low we've fallen. Yeah. Is basically yeah. Exactly. That we are okay with this caricature, you know, representation of religion than having whatever is happening now. Okay. So moving on from politics <laughs> to <laughs> two favorite scenes. Uh, do you have a favorite scene? The first scene that I've written is just that shot of Amitabh Bachchan and Shashi Kapoor that I mentioned. And then... Um, not really a favorite scene, but I feel like this movie, I need to talk about the whole villain's adda, right? Like the <laughs> house that he has built. I feel like in 1980, this would have been one of a kind. And obviously after that, you know, we have grown up watching all these uh, villains, you know, crazy houses with crazy gadgets. But 80, I think this was one of a kind. Uh, did it set your precedence to, you know, whatever came up later in 80s and 90s in terms of, you know, crazy villain houses? Maybe Asim can answer that. I don't know. I, I, I read somewhere this cost them 8 crores to make that lair. Wow. And they shot really? it here in England at an island, like the exteriors of it. And then the insides were, you know, created uh, on set, I imagine. And I think it's a vast lair. Like, it looks really big. It looks like, you know, although it looks like really big, but there's only four people working there. You know, like the four <laughs> four gundi that he has with Dilip Tahil and Mac Mohan. By the way, Mac Mohan, 
he's called Jack Mahon in the movie. He's like, just then call him Mac Mahon. Like, why are you changing it for like three letters? Doesn't even make sense to me. Uh, but yeah, he's got a lot of space for gadgets and, you know, crocodiles and all that. Yeah, because the previous villains that we had before this was always like, you know, the regular homegrown villain with a gun, yeah. maybe, you know, uh, at the most. But this was really fancy for 1980 for, for, for a Hindi movie. Yeah. yeah, poor Gabbar Singh was in a maidan. He was just like, yeah, yeah. here's a bunch of rocks. That's your lair, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have a favorite scene, Asim? I got so many, Yaar. Like, how do I like, like, this whole movie is my favorite oh, go scene. For it. But... <laughs> or tell me the worst scene. <laughs> Oh, the worst scene? I mean, the worst scene, I would say, are the... Not worse, but it's this... They really revel... And again, this is a similarity between Shole, But Ramesh Shippi really revels in killing his side characters. Like the death of Sunil Dutt and the death of uh, Akbar, Mazhar Khan's character, is like 15 minutes. It's insane. Like, they take a lot of time to make this as horrifical and, like, long and torturous as possible. Like, poor poor Abdul who fell down the bridge, he would still survive, he could still swim. But no, no, he died straight away. So, that was kind of a bit horrific, I think. Um, can I just say my fa- two favorite shots, though, quickly? One is of Amitabh fighting a crocodile. <laughs> Oh, oh my, god. my god! Yes, <laughs> I love that as a kid, and I was rewatching it, and I still love it. It's like, oh my god, this is like the peak Amitabh. Like, there's no sense of reality anymore. Amitabh mm-hmm. is just gonna punch a crocodile, and we're gonna believe it, right? It's not, a, and the crocodile doesn't look as bad. Looking at it now, it's not like you know uh, Shah Rukh Khan's naughty pussy in Om Shanti Om. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, <laughs> It's it's not that bad, but uh, it it looks kind of okay. And the second is just a shot, but the song flow you were mentioning with <laughs> with the Parveen Bhavi, Jeete Hain Shan is that you know the name of the song? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That song is like full disco in a club, right? Like they're all discoing, and the 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 plan is they're gonna steal Bindu's uh, jewelry, right? But at the end of it, they're all just like disco dancing around Bindu, and I just love that <laughs> shot because they're like so intensely disco dancing. I love it. I love that shot. Yeah. <laughs> surrounding surrounding Bindu with disco moves. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's their form of attack. Wow. How cool is that? <laughs> I love it. And such a like like dad dancing, our dad dancing disco moves. I don't know if your dad ever showed you the kind of moves they used to do. My dad used to. He was like all about the kung fu fighting and all that. And those yeah. are the dances they used to do. Even I was I was actually looking at Bindu's move as well. Like everybody is around her, and she's just like in her own world. Like you know, like how you said uh, dad dancing. Her moves are like little uh, uh, extrovert auntie dancing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the auntie who knows Western world but really doesn't know the moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was just like it's the auntie that was super Western in the seventies and now is super traditional. You know, like you yeah. know, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a pain in twenty twenty if she's still alive. You know. <laughs> but she was hot in the 70s. She was definitely hot in the 70s. You're making me want to watch that song right now. You should. Everybody should just like somebody. Like I should ask my co-host uh, Sujoy to make a gift just out of those last few seconds. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'll yes. be great. Absolutely. I actually, I don't have a favorite scene. Of course, I loved all of Amitabh Bachchan's scenes. But I, I liked, uh, for some reason, I liked Bindu. Uh, Bindu, I'm saying. Bindya Goswami. Like, she, I wish they had like a little more cons surrounding the women. Hmm. Hmm. And in the beginning, I 
I didn't ever think much of Bindya Goswami before, but after rewatching it again, I was like, she actually had potential, and I liked how she was like conning them, and she comes and does that scene where she makes a fool of them and takes her, like sells them a car. Yeah. As I, I wish those kind of scenes were there more. Like they just gave it one, and then they let it go. So I was like, ah, oh, I wanted. This was like reminding me of a little bit like Bunty or Bubbly kind of mm. world. Yeah. 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 You know, for the longest time, I thought Bindya Goswami was the mom in Hampanch. Oh, really? They do look alike. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this was before uh, Hampanch was before uh, IMDb, so I didn't know. But I, I'd watched Shan as a kid, so I just thought, oh, this is just Bindya Goswami that's become older now. But it doesn't like make sense. But she, they do kind of look alike, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they do. They do like they. Yeah, they have the same similar features, and uh, she is JP Datta's wife. Oh, if nepotism. Yeah. So, I, yeah, when I was watching this movie last night, I was asking my husband, who, you know, who's this? And all he said was, he is, she's somebody's wife, somebody's famous wife. Wow. So, Such a sexist comment right now, but I was way too sleepy to have a conversation. <laughs> she was married to Vinod Mehra and then they divorced and then she married JP Dutta. I, I love how Flo was like, I need to fight the patriarchy, but this blanket is so comfortable. But not tonight, not tonight. Too sleepy. <laughs> oh god! By the way, is this Rakhi's first vengeful vidwa role? Because she, I like, think so. Because she's like, like you think of a vengeful vidwa, you think of Rakhi, right? That's her template. But I was like, man, this happened so quickly. This transition for her, because like three years ago, she was like romancing Amitabh in Mukaddar ka Sikandar. And before that, in Kabi, 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 right? And now yes. she's like her Bhabi, and she's also a Vidwa. Oh gosh, Asim, forget Bhabi. The previous movie that we recorded, she was his mom. No. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Flo, Flo, you are going out of sync. That's the next movie coming. Oh, oh sorry, okay. the future movie that we will be watching. <laughs> she is. Yeah, so yeah, so right now, yeah, this right now she is reached Bhabi, and then in two two uh, years, by the time Lavaris comes, she's his mom in Lavaris. Wow, that makes me so sad. And she looks so good, like mm. like 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 as the non vidwa role and then even as a vidwa you know she looks really really good like hmm. you know like it would, this would never happen now i i hope yeah. pretty fit i was like looking at her and i was like she looks pretty fit like uh, fit in this like she's wearing a sari and like you know she's married and she looks very good she doesn't look auntie is what mm-hmm. i'm trying to say right. usually when they put like some bhabi character that bhabi character is like very bhabi mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, mm-hmm. but talking of rakhi did did anybody else think that there were like something going on between Chatrug and Sina and her? Yeah. Right? Maybe this was a mission of Ramesh Sippi to get Vidwas remarried subtly because he ha- has that in Shole has too, right? Shole. right? Yeah. <laughs> he has these kind of things here that he wants. Apparently, Vinod Khanna was supposed to play, play Chatrug and Sina's role. But in Shole, it is not subtle, right? In Shole, they go full on and say that, you know, they want to marry her and all that. But in this, my, I'm like, uh, up chrono just died he's literally just died and then they're looking at each other and there's this weird chemistry and then she goes running to save him and leaves her daughter behind and I was like yeah that daughter poor daughter (laughs) poor daughter 
As like she's going to be traumatized for the rest of the life. My mom left me for some guy. But nobody cared about Sunil that, right? He died, and five minutes later they were Janu Januing Meri Jaan in the bus. Like there's no like. like I know. Talk about placement of songs. That I yeah. found it so weird. I was like, your brother just died. <laughs> exactly. My thoughts. Exactly. I was like, he. What is the sequence? But mm. again. I think Chaturgan Sinha was useless. Like, why? I didn't think his character did anything to the story. He was just there for no reason. Which is a good example of Chaturgan Sinha's entire filmography. I feel he is useless <laughs> in in the space of cinema. He is useless, and he the only good thing he did was create Sunakshi Sinha. And I think even that's debatable, right? No, that yeah, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. That except Lutera, I don't know if yeah. yeah. I mean. You know, okay, he did Kali Charan. I don't know how many people are fan of that or not. But seven, other than seven that, seven people in the world are fans of Kali Charan. <laughs> <laughs> you are one of them, Tanvi. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that he did this movie, which is right. popular, and people keep talking about bloody Kali Charan all the time. <laughs> okay, I haven't even heard of Kali Charan until now. Yeah. Like at this very okay. moment. Right. Yeah. So you're not missing much. But so again, my point being. Why was he there? Like his character, he's a shooter from a circus. Okay, again, why did they need to hire a hitman from a circus? Why couldn't they just hire a normal hitman? Yeah, <laughs> circus ka retired bandar lagta. Oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> you have to bring in an andaz of the apna reference, of course. <laughs> it's part of my contract i'm sorry ladies <laughs> i have another quote later on coming actually if you want to. ooh can't wait <laughs> i was i don't know why i was thinking this but just yesterday i was thinking we should do a reboot of andaz apna apna episode and all the podcasters come and talk about it together <laughs> that should be just one season oh that's a great idea <laughs> no like all the podcasters come in because i think that is our common ground no i've not heard a single podcaster say they don't like andaz apna so we can all like come together and talk about andaz apna yeah I, the, but the problem is when we did our andaz apna apna episode is like half of the episode is just reciting the dialogues from andaz apna <laughs> and then the other half is laughing at those dialogues you know <laughs> i think we did the same but we can do it again together more the merrier <laughs> if we're making that segue the climax is very andaz apna apna right like a they come into this lair dressed like spanish pirates in yamma yamma like what Why were they thinking that Shakal would not recognize them? Like this makes first of all no sense to me. And then they're jumping over the fires and all that. And then it's like you know they pull out the guns and it's like Salman doing hands up, hands up, hands up. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else pulls a gun. And then Shatrughan Sena pulls a gun. And then somebody else pulls a gun. It's like Shabash Virichite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is one thing we have to go with right like when you're watching these movies you are like I know that none of this is going to make sense mm-hmm. but at least the movie is moving along forward except for Shatrughan Sinha I felt like everything else was fine I was on board I was like but yeah how cute hai but other than that I'm like okay yeah yeah <laughs> I mean they're going to usually they're just going to like ma- ma- uh, wear different costumes and we are supposed to feel like now they're in disguise nobody's going to see them yeah but also like the kamarband <clears throat> you know they have a kamarband they could just put that over their eyes and it would be a mask so they could use the same cloth to hide their identity but they just go like khullam khulla you know <laughs> like they don't care at all 
they they didn't know we are going to be talking about it in such details 20 years later or 40 years later 40 years wow. 40 years later okay anybody else wants to bring in a scene that they really want to talk about how good is janu meri jaan can i just like say how like as a young kid it like changed my perception of how you romance a woman like i was way too young for watching this and it's so it, I would say it's borderline problematic the way they chase these women that have clearly said we don't want to talk to you. But the the, the image of Amitabh standing, you know, hanging from your know, Shashi hanging from the bus, and then Amitabh, you know, on the on the bicycle, and then them, you know, dressing up as the conductors. It, it just like burned into my brains how cool the whole setup was. You know, what do you what do you think? Like, I I want to hear more. Is it problematic now? now or is it not you know because apparently there was also a scene with an elephant and then they cut it out but I have like vague memories of it from the 80s I yeah I think they like they step on the elephant and then they're trying to I think they cut it out like the bus scene there aren't they on something or somebody uh, while they're like trying to reach the bus window yeah I mean I don't as a what do you mean problematic in what sense I mean, the, the, you know, the, this idea of chasing women that don't want to be chased, right? Yeah, I don't think this one speci- this one was problematic because I think they're already uh, in a relationship, right? Aren't mm. they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it's not problematic at all in this scenario because they are kind of trying to manow their girlfriend. It would be problematic and those women are like having, you know, they are, um, that's like called knowing how to read body language. And I think that's a common thing we talk about that. Indian men or Desi men in general need to like do a study on learning women's body language. And here the body language is very like accepting, open. They want these guys to like, uh, you know, come after them and make everything okay. Yeah. So they're not uh, wooing them. They're just trying to make up for something they did, you mm. know? Yeah. And what they did, like, oh my God, that scene where Amitabh Bachchan's talking to another woman and literally having kids with her. I would like, and if I was his girlfriend, I'm listening. What is going on? Why? Why does he suddenly have two kids with this woman? <laughs> I would be very mad. <laughs> I think that is problematic, Asim. Then chasing is not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole setup I had, like, I was feeling a bit iffy about. Yeah, and definitely Amitabh is... Uh, and also in the story, there's no element where he's supposed to be a playboy or something like that. And suddenly mm. this woman just has, wants to have coffee next to him and he's like... You know, we'll have two kids and you'll you'll take care of the kids. I won't even do anything. See, like, that is on? problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what's going on, Amitabh? Like, suddenly, where did you get this toxicity from? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He, was, he was borderline just like peeping into her blouse. Like, yeah. like oh. And I was like, this is way too on the nose. Mm-hmm. And it's like exactly what Asim said. Like, the character is like suddenly here and then suddenly there. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. This wasn't like Salim Javed, right? Like, they don't do things like that. It was a little I off. mean, it could be Ramesh Sippi. How do we know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also just a weird setup for the song. But I guess they needed something to, you know, justify the anger. But then Shashi Kapoor is basically just late and that, you know, that gets Binduya very angry. But right. uh, yeah. it's all non-consequential, you know. The song is just placed in there for, you know, adding padding to it. And it's a, it's a, it's a bop of a song. It's, it's a good song. Yeah. yeah, it's a good song. But I, how many times have we heard that people back then used to be like, no, you need to put a song, you need to give a emotional relief to the audience. Otherwise, it's too 
too tensed all the way. And now when we think about it, because now we don't need these emotional reliefs, we find it outlandish. But in the past, like I remember for Dawn, they said like they had put Khaike Paan Banaraswala literally in mm. the song after the movie was released because they realized that uh, for a long time, people are, you know, in the same mood. People need different moods while mm. watching movies. So I don't know who these people were. Maybe that's how the audience was back then. And they wanted this like, oh, now I need a dance number or I don't know, I need a pee break. So I need somebody <laughs> to dance so that I can go pee. Yeah. But at least they put in good songs, right? If they would do that now, it would be, you know, Hani Singh with Badsha, with Neha Kakkar, you know, so... At least, you know, Khaike Ban, I can't imagine Dawn without Khaike Ban Banaraswala, right? right? Um, and the same thing here. So it's, uh, I'm glad they did, you know, but uh, I think it's also, you know, the idea of entertainment has changed so much. Like at that time, you know, like people, this was their whole day. They wanted full on entertainment or actually their full week, you know, they're looking right. forward to this. They want like three hours of full you know, Pesha Vasool entertainment. Mm. And they want all of the emotions and all of the entertainment. And they, they kind of provided with that. Yeah, I, I agree. There's, this was like a whole like family going together, like a whole whole thing that now they're going to run. All right. So I think we spoke about everyone, right? Did we leave anybody behind? Johnny Lieber. <laughs> Sorry. Who? <laughs> Johnny Lever was in this? No, Johnny Walker. Sorry, Johnny Walker. Walker Johnny Walker, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't drink, so I forget the name. Sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was randomly in this, which was also kind of weird, like for a few scenes. And yeah, Kulbush, uh, Kul, I don't know how to pronounce it. This yeah. is a theme. I don't know how to pronounce names. <laughs> I so, hear you. Shakal, right? Yeah, was <laughs> it? Was it his first movie though? I think he was like an art. He was like an artsy actor, right? Before that, like with Nasiruddin Shah and whatever that institute in the seventies, you know those. Yeah. So I think, and this is probably where it, you know he became like super popular. But I don't think he's 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 been the he he never reached the kind of Amrish Puri type of popularity in terms of villainhood, right? Or. Uh, even you know Paresh Rawal like these guys really that's because those guys I think continued to do a lot of negative roles but I think this guy I I don't know I could be wrong but wasn't this his only role as a negative character because I've always seen him seen him as this good guy always he's not yeah he's not played that mainstream villain he's always this like uh, uh, evil uncle or like a bad husband or like a horrible like yeah so he's not like this Amrish Puri kind of like he's not done very many shakal kind of uh, negative but yeah but he's always been in a negative zone or eventually when he got older then he became a grandfather zone yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i think his most popular role uh, on his own is probably earth you know right earth yeah yeah, yeah which and is that kind of that artsy kind of movie right artsy movie yeah exactly and otherwise you know we see him as the he plays the king in a lot of movies. He played the king in uh, uh, Joda Akbar. He plays the king in uh, Lagan. He's always the king. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> People are taking his land and he needs to get somebody to fight the war and save. Uh, like you had mentioned, Asim, I, mean, I thought he was a great villain. And if there was like a top 10 villain in Bollywood, I think he, he should definitely be on the list. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shakal is definitely one of those memorable villains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was also the um, the husband in Fire, by the way. You know, he was Shabana's yeah. husband. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He, he's had a few of these roles that he, he's. I, I think he's a very talented and you know um, respected actor. But he never really sunk into those larger than life villains like Amrish Puri became, you know. Mm. And uh, you would think like the, the, 
the the connection between Shakal and Mogambo is so clear cut, right? Like they seem to be exactly the same villain, just redesigned in a way. So Amrish Puri was just you know so much more known for playing these outlandish, crazy, over the top villain roles, which Shaka. Uh, uh, Kulbushan, however you pronounce his name, sir. Yeah, yeah. Kazanda, he wasn't, you know, Shakal, Shakal was the only one that he did, I think. Yeah, but, and, and ironically, everybody else who's playing the sidekick goon, like whether it is, uh, Goga Kapoor or Mac Mohan or Sharat Saxena, Dilip Tahil, all of these people went on and became like big, big villains. Well, henchmen, I would say. Oh, yeah, henchmen. And Sharat Saxena has done a bunch of movies where he's like the main villain. Like, what was that Amir movie where he's like, uh, he's a boxer. Gulam, that's Sharat Saxena. And then uh, I know Sudhir Pandey has done a lot of movies. I won't remember any now. And Goga Kapoor was like in, I think, Kayama Se He's like the father, the evil father. And anyways, but I was just like, uh, this movie had everybody... All the villains of uh, 80s and 90s are in this movie as uh, side sidekicks, but eventually they're there. Like, all of them are there. It's yeah. like the Avengers of, you know, villains. <laughs> villains, <laughs> yeah. This was yeah. their origin story. Yeah. Oh, and Dilip Tahil also became, he, he's also been like a good villain, right? He's also like Madan Chopra and Bazigar, which is kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Dilip Tahil and uh, Goga Kapoor are the fathers in Kayama Se Kayama Tak. Dilip Tahil is Am- Amir's father and Goga Kapoor is Juhi's father. Like one thing I wanted to mention is like how weird is Ramesh Sippy as a director? Like that he made such big, massive successful movies and then he just kind of like disappeared I'm actually very intrigued about that <laughs> yeah because like look at his filmographies he's got Andaz Sita Gita Shole Shan Shakti which I love Sagar mm-hmm. amazing movie you know and then he does like he did like Bunyad which is like a really successful TV series like one of the first I would say like in, in India and then from Akela and Maybe Shahrukh, working with Shahrukh just killed him, like Zamana Diwana, <laughs> which was epically terrible, right? Zamana Diwana was so bad. Or maybe it was Ravina Tandon's fault. And then he just <laughs> never came back. And then now his movies just came out on Netflix, weirdly enough. Uh, uh, which Shimla one? Mirch, Shimla Mirchi. It's out now on Netflix. It's uh, with Hima Malni. So he's getting back with Basanti after so many years. Um, so he is still alive and he's still making movies. But there's been like these huge gaps where... I don't, and it's weird because these kind of directors also, that kind of cinema doesn't, there's no space for it, I would say in a way. Like, you know, it's also like very, the immediate connect I had was with Subhash Guy, you know. I feel there's like a kinship between those two kind of directors, like very large scale, uh, um, you know, like pure masala, but at an elevated level. And uh, those movies just don't seem to connect anymore with audiences. Although audiences are nostalgic towards that cinema, but when somebody tries to make it, it doesn't work. Do you think it has something to do with that his son started making movies like, you know, Rohan Sippy came in and then maybe he's like, okay, now you're making movies, so I'll just sit back. I, I guess, but he even he didn't make that many movies, right? Like, uh, he, Bluff Master is the last one, or Dambaro Dam is the last one, I remember. Both movies I really, really like. But uh, he, I think they were more into production, maybe? 
Yeah, I mean, they have sippy films, but even as production, I have not seen like very many things come out of their banner. Chandni Chalk to China, they produced. Oh my God, the horror. Oh, horrible. But then even like, there are so many people, right? I mean, I don't know how we feel about Shekhar Kapoor, but even he has like done such good movies. Like he makes four movies and then he never makes another movie. Like what happened? It's one thing not making another movie, but it's, it's a whole different story when they make some other movie and you're like, oh my God, is this the same guy who made that really good movie? You know, I think that's the yeah. case with Sippy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Anything before Marlon Brando in Hollywood and anything before Amitabh in Bollywood, I don't care that much about. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I have like very explicit lines that I've drawn in cinema and I'll watch it as like a intellectual exercise, but I don't, it doesn't emotionally, it never hits me because just the before, I feel these guys were so they changed the way acting and cinema was done. Like Amitabh, he had this angry young man persona, right? And he connected so much with the frustration and anger of people at that time that everything before that looked theatrical, like fake, you know? And I think the same thing happened with Marlon Brando because he was, you know, he came kind of out of this very passionate, uh, what's the uh, Stella, whatever his uh, acting teacher's name is. This is like a special type of acting that he did. Um, and uh, like you go back then to watch movies before that and it looks like theater actors that are, you know, vaudeville actors that are don't look like real people and not with real emotions. And I feel that that doesn't connect with me. So I watch them as an intellectual exercise, but my heart is from Amitabh onwards. So I am actually starting to feel the same way about the new movies that are coming. Because, you know, there's Oh, we were just talking about that. Yeah, yeah, excessively, Mm -hmm. so, so, like, in the process of making it relatable, I think they have forgotten that they are also doing it for cinema. So sometimes I'm just not emotionally connected. Like, I'll watch a movie and then I'm like, okay, it was a good movie, but did it leave an impact? Like, am I still thinking about it or do I want to go back to it years later? No, I'm going back to these movies years later. Yeah. And even though I wasn't like around when these came out, right? But I'm, I, whenever I watch them, I instantly connected with them. And now I'm over the past decades, I've always gone back and seen the same movies again. So I feel like we all, Every few decades, it goes through a transition where like, okay, now theater's out and then masala films are out and now we are in this realistic world. Let's see how long that lasts. But it's also that they don't look like they try to like, for example, they made Marjama, right? Which I feel is very much in line with these kind of movies. But um, the directors, you know, Milab Zaveri is not a good director. He He's not talented enough to be a Ramesh Tipi or a Subhash guy. But... The thing is, these movies are making money, you know, Street Dancer, a movie that we made, you know, 40 minutes of fun of on our our podcast is a massive hit, you know, so it's like, what is going on? Like, are we even relevant? Is our point even, you know, like, what what, what, does our point of view every count? We keep complaining about these T-series remakes, but they get millions and millions of views, go to the original song and it has like 10,000 views. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's so not fair, but I don't know, I guess... I guess it's good because we are the classes, not the classes. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I make myself happy. We're the elitist. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be part of those crazy 15 million views on YouTube. Yeah. But then even in general, right, like you open a junk food restaurant and then you open an organic restaurant. The junk food restaurant is always going to have a longer queue. Doesn't mean it's good. Mm. All right, let's get back to Sean. <laughs> Wrap it up. 
All right. Thank you for joining us, Asim. Where can people find you? Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Um, you can find us on uh, pretty much on uh, on Twitter. I'm Asim Berni, but you can follow our podcast on uh, iTunes, which is Khandan Podcast, which Tanvi, you were so nice to be on, even though we made you watch a terrible movie. So we need to get both of you on and w- make you decide this time which movie you watch. So I think uh, that could be a really fun crossover. And episode. I think I was not even that great because we had just started started podcasting and I had no idea about what podcasting is so yeah I need a redo <laughs> yeah yeah and then especially jumping in the jungle of Khandan podcast is like insanity like full on so um, yeah no we really need to do that again it would be so much fun absolutely alright and uh, you can find us on Twitter at MovieWalaPod and on Instagram at MovieWalaPodcast we will be back next week with another Amitabh Bachchan movie thank you for listening bye bye bye